three, two, one, and then go. Okay. Yeah. And then we we clap. Like the the joke is is to clap. Okay. 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 After okay. the zero or at the zero or at the one? Uh, at three. At three. At three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So one, two, three. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nobody. <else. laughs> Come, let's start. Why am the only one? Okay. Hey, everybody! I'm back. Yep, I'm back. <laughs> It's been quiet for a while, like at least six months after our last episode. I think it was back in January. Uh, and as you heard, I said I'm back. Andre is not with me today. Uh, he's currently pretty busy. He recently switched his jobs and took on a new opportunity as an in-house designer uh, for a Czech car manufacturer. So. I hope he may will share some of that in an upcoming episode. But for today, I thought we'd try something different. Um, you know, this podcast is called Side by Side because Andre and I, we both enjoy uh, working on one or two side projects while still working full-time at big corporations. And today is a, is, a, um, is a good day for us to bring on two people that you already heard about in previous episodes. Um, those two people are Simon and Dominic. So welcome, Simon and Dominic. Hi, all. Uh, everybody. Hi, hi. So uh, Simon and Dominic, together with me, work on one of my side projects, Lito, which is a voice communication, um, especially voice chat tool with screen collaboration for remote distributed teams. And yeah, so Simon, Dominic, why don't you introduce yourself to the listeners? Uh, yeah, uh, who wants to start, Dominic? Do you want to? Yeah, okay, thanks. So, <laughs> hi, my name is Dominic. Um, I'm living near Stuttgart. And I'm working as a data engineer. Um, yeah, and on my side projects, I'm doing this uh, with uh, Simon and Sammy. So we are doing Lito. And I also have some other side projects, but um, Lito is the most fun one, I guess. <laughs> nice. Awesome. What about you, Simon? Yeah, first I want to uh, say thank you, Sammy, for having us, uh, for inviting us to your podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm Simon. Uh, I'm uh, also a software developer uh, in Nuremberg, uh, Germany, and I'm working on uh, web stuff here at, at Lito. Nice. Cool. Uh, so just for the, the listeners uh, to remind you about who am I, Uh, I'm Sammy Schuckert. I'm a user experience designer, full-time working for IBM and on the side working with those two other guys here uh, on Lito, which I just told you about. And I thought about, okay, what could be of value for our listeners when we talk about those side projects more than actually bringing on the people that work with me on those side projects and to share a little bit about our journey, the struggles we run into with our project um, and yeah, talk about the everyday problems that you can have while building a SaaS business on the side. 
um, which might could be helpful for some of you, I hope at least. So um, yeah, maybe for the listeners, Simon Dominic, how did our journey like all began? How did we meet each other and how did we ended up where we are today which is already like i remember to get to know you both by the end of 2015 um would you mind telling the listeners what that journey was and how we met and how it all started out (laughs) yeah uh well i will start i think yeah back in it was really 2015 i think uh, we had uh, you two, uh, David and, and, and Sammy, so your co-founder, uh, had this idea about uh, an application for sharing economy, uh, which was uh, thanks. And uh, you were looking for developers, and uh, that's how I came to, to your company. Um, so I'm basically an Android developer and um, wanted to, uh, yeah, to support you yeah, for your for your idea, and um, yeah, that's how it started. Uh, I think at the same time you were looking for for iOS developer, and that's how we met Dominic. So yeah, that for... was that was a funny funny story. Yeah? So uh, I just started my my uh, study in masters of uh, electrical engineering, and was browsing the web and on Facebook I saw a post in my um, bachelor's university group uh, where you, Simon, uh, posted that you are looking for an iOS developer. And I thought, oh, that sounds fun. And I'm bored at the university, so let's start another side project. And yeah, that's how it started with thanks. (laughs) Yeah, I clearly remember those days. Like that the background on how we found Dominic was was more interesting than this one post because like also Simon was was really like it it, it was through a relationship with uh through university through um studying together what my co-founder David that he told about he uh studied with Simon and they they shared some courses together and so that's how they got to know each other but then with Dominic it was so hard by that time to find an iOS developer someone like someone who can natively build an app for iOS Um, all the people that we met before they either like wanted to earn a lot of money because they knew how rare their skills are and so what we did on that day when we got to know Dominic was I said to David, okay, let's go like let's go big on one day. Like prepare a lot, a lot of posts. Try to come up with a list of at least 50 people that you know on that day that you can reach out to groups and stuff and networks where you can post about our application, our journey, and what we like to achieve as a team together. And that's how we, like, on that day, I think we, we made, like, 100 posts and wrote about 100 people um, to share our posts and message. And that's how we ended up uh, finding Dominic. And the funny thing was he just posted under one of our posts in that group, I'm your man. Nothing more, nothing less, just I'm your man. And that's how we got to know Dominic, <laughs> right? Yeah. 
that was yeah it was a boring afternoon and i thought yeah sounds fun that started and all the other uh, ios developers of course they know it's a pain in the ass to develop ios apps and so they want to make money out of it and a lot of it <laughs> yeah so highly appreciate that you didn't <laughs> so yeah that that was almost this is now three years ago or more than three years ago Even more, yeah yeah was was interesting times so yeah, as, as Simon said, we started out with an Android and iOS app, a sharing economy app to find everyday objects among your friends, peers, family, um, by easily reaching out to them with a request for an object like a snowboard, a drill, or any game controller, or, uh, PS4 games or whatever, you name it. And the first thing they did, or they were asked to do was just to say yes or no to your request. Um, and with this, you got a list of all the people that then are willing to to um, borrow you the object or to, to, to lend you the object to speak. Um, and what you then have is you can communicate, you could communicate through the app um, with the people that said yes to your request and then have a landing list that keeps track of the stuff you've shared and the dates when you need to give it back, which is a huge pain in yours. So, uh, yeah, that was, there was thanks by that time. That was what the app was called. So the mixture between thanks and things, um, which was quite funny to, uh, find this name. And that's also how the company was was named. Uh, the company still runs under that name that we all are employed in. And yeah, but we didn't like it didn't we didn't made it with that app because it was it was a great idea, but it had it lacked a business model, basically. It was hard to make make money with that project and to see where we eventually in the future even could make money because with the consumer app the first thing you run into you need a lot a lot of traction if you don't have a business model from the start yeah. um in mind so that was a huge problem um yeah but after that we we didn't gave up like we we stick together and um the company was even bigger when we were running things. So we were seven people um, at our highest peak and we, we, yeah, we basically lost some people along the way, but the three of us sticked. So um, we went on to new adventures in late 2016. And um, why don't you, Simon or Dominic, share a bit about what we were up to then by that time? Uh, well, we've, uh, I think we've always been um, a remote company or distributed through Germany uh, and even uh, I think at the time we were in, uh, in the US uh, we were working on projects and side projects and that's uh, how we uh, get to know the problems when working uh, yeah, remotely and uh, we had this idea to yeah, to improve those problems to, to, to fix those problems um, so what were some of the problems we ran into uh, for, for example uh, 
<laughs> we never knew uh, if uh, someone else is working at the moment. Uh, uh, we were missing uh, like uh, the yeah the communication in our project uh, was a little bit lacking. I think. Um, what else? Yeah, of course you could uh, just write something in the chat, or have a have a dedicated Skype call or something like this. But it never felt like um, like sitting in the same office and have this uh, drop by the desk conversations. And um, sometime we started to install a Teamspeak server, and we found uh, we found out that this actually helped. So we always went online in Teamspeak when we were working and um, our communication improved in this time because you knew oh, the other one is working too you can have uh, short conversations and then mute yourself again yeah that helped a lot yeah those were those were were yeah challenging times i think it was it was challenging because we were seven people also by that time like it was hard to to find a time to meet with all those people and as you said like because we're completely distributed it was a side project for everyone since the beginning it was hard to to know when someone was working because we were have completely flexible working hours and so yeah TeamSpeak by that time really showed us that there is a potential to work better together um, have more real-time conversations uh, instead of uh, asynchronous conversation through Slack, which are, you know how that goes with text messages. There's a lot of room for interpretation. You have to read through a bunch of stuff. It takes much longer than sometimes just having a human conversation. Um, yeah, and that's how we then ended up finding like this opportunity to develop Leto. And we said, let's take on it. Like, Let's develop our own system that's tailored towards distributed and remote teams that is um, that that is like um, how do you say it like that's that has additional features that we were missing by that time. So for example, with Teamspeak, it is made for gamers, so it's really heavily focused on having every feature tailored towards you being immersed in the game. And we took the best of it. We took uh, the channel concept to have multiple channels where you can switch in between. We took the push to talk feature and this always on in the background running call, but we added features that are necessary for good remote and distributed collaboration, um, which is for example, um, screen sharing where you need to share some document or some code um, on your screen with other people in your channel. So yeah, that's how the initial idea with, with Lito all started. And we, I think it was in December, 2016, when we first wrote about or spoke about Lito in a meeting. Is that correct? Uh, I'm not really sure, but it's been a long time since then, I think. <laughs> yeah, something... Uh... Yeah, like in December or January 2017, I think. Yeah, but Since we, then? Uh, oh, sorry. Um, yeah. But we forgot to speak about uh, our pit stop with another project before Lito. 
Oh yeah, 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 there yeah. Was another one. Yeah, sure, sure. Tell tell us all about it. <laughs> I remember. I know what you mean. What you like to speak about? Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was a drop sale. It was a, a platform for um, digital content producers, mainly aimed at um, musicians, um, to have an easy way to sell their um, own music. So because Apple Music and something like this was uh, hard to register and the taxes were were hard. So we wanted to make an easy way to sell your to mu uh, sell your music projects. And yeah, we already brought it to life and it worked pretty good, I think. Yeah, we but then we ran into some problems with um, some legal regulations in Germany which cost us also by that time because we all were pretty busy with our um, master's studies to put that project on pause. And I don't know why we have never picked it up again. Um, <laughs> probably you can't tell too. Um, Not really. We might, we might should in the future pick it up again, but yeah. Um, as Dominic said, it went fairly well. It was kind of like, Gumroad, but a little bit more straightforward than Gumroad um, because you uploaded your your MP3 file um, via drag and drop on a website. You name the price, you put in your email address, and you were already ready to make your first sale with uh, having a URL that you can share on social media that brings the people to a micro shop where they can purchase this one um mp3 file with uh paying by credit card or paypal so that was the whole concept there yeah i really like that project maybe maybe that leads us to to a topic that might be interesting for the audience like how to to come up with those ideas how how did we like how did we manage to make this transition from having this one idea that we all shared and then having these multiple ideas that we're now chasing. And I can tell you there were more ideas in between. Um, you, you know that, Sam and Dominic. Um, what, do you remember what the filters were that we set out for ourselves to, to find um, the, the great ideas and all the ideas that we produced by that time? Uh, I think the, the main... Uh... The main focus for us was to uh, to find a yeah to find a topic which clearly solves a problem which we are uh, facing by ourselves uh, like the remote um, uh, yeah remote working thingy so that's one of the main things which should uh, be part of uh, our our projects um, but. I know I put you on the spot here. Yeah, that's difficult. I, if, if you don't have more more of these still in mind, I, I can share some. Um, Dominic, do you have still some of those in mind? No, of the ideas? Uh, not the ideas, but the criteria were on which we filtered our ideas. <laughs> but, but because I think it's the, it's the, it's the, the filters that we we apply to our ideas that made us choose 
one over the other. Yeah, we had uh, we had several of them. So one of them, of course, was um, that we all could identify ourselves with this uh, kind of problem. And mm -hmm. then we made sure we always have a target group. So in all our ideas, we, we wrote down these kind of peoples, these kind of peoples um, would benefit from it. And of course, how much effort do we have to put in it? So do we have to develop something from the start or um, yeah, how is the complexity? And the, more, uh, the higher the complexity, the higher the stakes. And yeah, we, uh, then the profit or the, the gain must, equally, uh, must be equally high so we can pursue it. Nice. You summarized that up really good, I think. Like, yeah, there, there's, yeah, if, if I think back, there's maybe just one thing I, I would add. We said, okay, from the beginning, what our big learning was from thanks, besides all those other things that you mentioned just now, was that we need a business model from the start. And that we need to think about that from the beginning. Because at the end, software development, what we sometimes forget with all these hyped startups that are growing with a lot of venture capital in the bank accounts is that software development is a business that needs to be profitable at some point. Um, and yeah, so we, we had those. Let me summarize those up. Like we needed to solve a problem where we can identify with where we have enough intel that is a problem. We needed to have a target group, a target market in mind, um, which we knew how to reach this target market. And then we knew, okay, the first thing to validate if our assumption that this is a problem, that this is the customers that have these problems, and that this is the thing that could solve it, we could fairly easily build something to validate this idea. I think we might have broke that rule a bit with Lito because it took us a bit longer to get to an MVP, but I think at the end it's worth it. It was worth it. With uh, Drop Sale, which was the, the application we did in between the music distribution platform that's kind of like Gumroad, um, we, we went through a process where we really quickly, within four weeks, could build an MVP. And then the, the fifth thing was that we needed to basically uh, have a business model from the start. So for drop sale, it was from the beginning clear that we took a margin from every sale. With Lito, it was from the beginning now clear that it's a SaaS business where people um, will need a subscription if they want to use it to a certain extent. So always from the start, clear business model involved, clear target markets, um, and easy, fairly quickly validating of our assumptions. Um, as I said, with Lito, we might have stretched that rule of building something fast a bit because it was technically a challenge to build that. But would you, would you summarize that up like I did just now? Uh, totally, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but actually the, the business model was always the, the most complicated one for us because, yeah, we're just the, the tech guys who are happy to build stuff and, yeah, the, the business model or how to market it was always the most difficult part of it. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, I agree on that. And it, it's, it still is a big struggle for me. Like, it's not my, would you say, like my, my, my home play to, to, I'm not a marketer. Like, I consider myself good at, or let's say, mediocre at marketing. Uh, I know, and I learn a lot in that field, but I'm also not. I'm, my background is I'm a designer. And also designers like developers, they're usually not good at marketing products and all the business stuff. And so, yeah, for, for me, that whole thing, the last three years is all about learning about the business of software development as a designer, as a marketer, and kind of because I'm not coding at all, I let do that completely Simon Dominic. They're much better at that. I couldn't build what we've built without them. Um, I, I wouldn't, I've never imagined, I would never imagine if I think back that, that we, that I ever could be involved in something like that, um, without people like, like those two guys. And so for me, it's all about this, this learning about the business of side of, of software development. What would you say is your, like your big learning about the past three years? What would you learn along the way? And I know it put you on spot here, <laughs> so take your time to think about it. <laughs> yeah. So what what I learned, <clears throat> of course, um, that it's always fun to build stuff, to uh, to set up servers, to code and test something, but you always have to keep in mind um, the the main target. So if you're building uh, a startup or a company, you want to get something out of it. So you want to reach a goal, and you have to keep that in mind and not just focus on the on the tech stuff you always have to, uh, to keep in mind that there's a bigger picture yeah and that's that's uh, sometimes pretty hard great yeah for me it was clearly focusing on uh, on on mvps uh, on uh, focusing to deliver small packages uh, to to keep up the speed of uh, deploying stuff, uh, releasing stuff, and uh, yeah, that's what you always yeah try to do. But you, it's always uh, likely that you forget it. Uh, that uh, you should yeah you should not uh, get slower and slower, and but you should keep up with the speed. Um, yeah, that's not how it went uh, all the time with Lito. So, uh, of course, we had our, our slow times, our uh, downsides, I think. But, uh, yeah, all in all, I think it was quite well. Um, and another thing is that uh, I learned from the previous three or four years is that um, um, it's not always one idea which can uh, succeed like we tried multiple things uh, last uh, four years we, we had different ideas uh, we had i think very good ideas and uh, we tried them out uh, built small products there released them regularly and uh, i think now when because we're sticking to to liter i think that's something uh, which which came from the previous projects as well so I think this current project is clearly a, a, a result or like 
successor of the previous projects. We learned a lot. Yeah, definitely. I I can I can see that like that we like with every every project we take on, we we learn so much from the previous one that the next one is more likely to succeed. Um, that's my like yeah, my totally my uh how do you say my my conclusion from that. Um, yeah, totally. Um, I think we we may end it here for today. Um, do you think we we could share some some more in-depth things that we're currently working on that we are struggling with in the next episode? <laughs> yeah, building an Electron app is uh, is a technical um, challenge, I must say. I thought it, it would be much easier, but uh, you know, you find some guides here, some guides there, they are all outdated and it's it's uh, harder than you think to get it running uh, than than I first imagine yeah so that's what we are working on to, um, right now and we hope we finish it in the next few weeks and can release it awesome yeah that sounds like a great topic we we can talk about on the next episode to to share how what the struggles are of building uh when you have a web app already, what the struggles are of building a desktop app, what things to watch out and what challenges you run into. Um, yeah, really like that. Um, I can also share some things on the next episode about how we approached cold outreach um, and how that went and what we learned along the way. So yeah, stay tuned for, for some more insights. Um, I really liked and I really enjoyed and appreciated our chat today. I think this is something we should do more often. Um, bring you on to this show and just have a casual chat about what's going on with Leto. Um, as I think this will be of value for our audience to hear all about how it is to build a web application, a SaaS business in 2019 on the side while working full time um, as a remote team to say. Do you agree? Uh, totally, totally. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, <laughs> thank you for inviting us, Sammy. Uh, clearly, it was the first time. It's hopeful not the last time. Uh, yeah, I will be happy to, to share. I, I, and I think Dominic too, uh, to share our insights from building uh, uh, yeah, software as a service, uh, as a side project. Yeah, of course. So hear you again soon. Awesome. So if people would like to, to follow you on, on social media or somewhere, where can they find you? <laughs> we will leave that in, yeah. you know that. <laughs> To, for people to learn a little bit of German. Yeah, of course. So <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Simon Walter, S-I-M-O-N-W-A-L-T-R underscore me, M-E. And where's the best place to follow you or reach you, Dominic? Yeah, uh, I'm not that, uh, that social media guy. Um, you can try to find me, but... Uh... <laughs> I'm not a Twitter or something like this. Just uh, 
<laughs> just let's keep it that way <laughs> okay yeah that that's not that's not something to blame today like that's that's becoming the new norm like you are you're clearly a role model here so many people get off social media these days delete their facebook or even uh twitter accounts and stuff like that so you're you're not alone in this <laughs> i would say it's pretty pretty normal nowadays um yeah so uh if you like to uh follow me you find me on every social media platform <laughs> with the handle s a m m y s c h u c k e r t that's my first name and my last name sammy shukert um feel free to shoot me a message so yeah um hope you liked it we you will hear more about lito in the upcoming episodes and we highly appreciate if you tell your friends your family your best buds your co-workers about this podcast because that's how people discover podcasts no one usually goes onto um itunes and just says oh let me see what podcasts are out there so yeah tell your friends family best buds co-workers whoever that you like this show and that they should listen to it um, if they like to learn more about how it is to build a SaaS or a web application as a side business um, we will share more of that valuable content in the future and also appreciate if you have a little bit of time to leave us um, a review on any of your favorite podcast players or on iTunes. That also helps us a lot. So really appreciate that if you could find the time to do that. So, okay, with that, let's end this episode. Was was a great one. Thanks for chatting with me, Simon Dominic. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. See you. Awesome. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.